Hi, welcome to the STEM and the Garbos podcast. I'm Maggie Hart and I'm in Primary 7 at Blackfriars Primary School. And I'm Adam Dejudi and I'm in Primary 6. This is a very special episode as it is the first in what we hope will be the series of Garbos community podcasts focusing on STEM subjects like science, technology, engineering and math. Myself and Adam are both part of the digital team here at Blackfriars and we are excited to bring you this very special episode. But Adam, this isn't your first time podcasting, is it? That's right. I started podcasting a year ago when I was nine, just for fun. So quite a long time ago. I've loved being part of a digital team. It's great now being one of the STEM and the Garbo's podcasters. And I hear you have a pretty good idea for what we should cover on our first podcast. That's right. Recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing researchers at the STEM in the Garbo's Community Science event. I also got to speak to some medical students, which was really exciting. Oh, really? Does that mean you want to be a doctor? Who knows? But for now, let's do some podcasting. The STEM in the Garbo's event was organised by Dr Saida Bati from the University of Glasgow, was in March and was themed around the cardiovascular system. That is the heart, blood vessels and hypertension, which means high blood pressure. It was held at St Francis Primary School and everyone in the community was invited. The best part is that a number of researchers and students came to present their work and I got a chance to speak to some of them. We think that learning about the heart and blood pressure is really important. These are the leading causes of disease in the west of Scotland and so much research on them is happening right now on our doorstep. From what the Doctor Who team told us, high blood pressure or hypertension is also known as a silent killer. Their stand explained all about hypertension. There were others too like Nanomates, Heart Research Group. They were from the University of Strathclyde and the University of Glasgow, right? Yeah, they are using nanoparticles, which Dr Kirsty Ross described as marbles, so small that we can't see them, to detect and treat heart disease. Basically, these nanoparticles stick to the fatty plaque that cause the arteries supplying the blood to the heart muscle to be blocked. My class had a workshop on that, and when arteries get clogged up, blood can't flow. What's plaque? Plaque is made up of fat, cholesterol, calcium and other substances found in blood. Okay, so that's what the build-up is. Yeah, and then there was a lady who liked her food. I spoke to her too. You mean Dr Yana Anderson, who worked in nutrition and talked to us about what was healthy and unhealthy to eat? Yeah. There were lots of interesting things that day, like the medical diagnostics stand with heart and blood pressure monitors. Then there were some geneticists who explained how some types of heart disease can be passed on in families. I also learned that differences in our DNA can determine which medication a person can receive. Wait, I've heard about that too. Personalised medicine, isn't it? The right treatment for the right person at the right time. I heard that we've got a big research centre on this right here in Glasgow. How exciting is that? Very. Anyway, Adam, before we get into the details of science, this community STEM event was funded by the charity Spirit of the Garbles. Charities play an important role in the community outreach in Scotland and David Riley from Scottish Community Development told Adam all about why he wants to work with this organisation organisation and why his work was so important. I work for a charity in Glasgow that's called the Scottish Community Development Centre. What inspired you to work there? I think I wanted to work there because I've always wanted to work for charities because I think working for charities has been a really good way to spend my time trying to help Glasgow and Scotland be a better place. And I think at the end of the day, we've all got a long life, hopefully, and we're going to spend a lot of our life at work. 
Yeah. And really, what I want to do with my life is to try and have a positive impact in the world and hopefully try and help the world be a better place. And so working for a charity, I thought it would be a good way of doing that. Okay. Why does your work um, matter so much to you? I think it matters so much to me because I get to work with communities. So groups of people like the Gorbals community here, for example, and I get to work with them and help them do an even better job in making an area like the Gorbals a good place to live. Yeah. I think that's important because in lots of places in Scotland there's some kind of issues and problems with things like poverty. Yeah. People not having enough money or people not getting the same chance as everyone else. Yeah. And communities have got some brilliant people in them doing great work to do something about that and so hopefully in my work I can help them do an even better job and that's a really nice thing to do. What inspired you? Do my job? Um, I don't think there was a person that inspired me to be honest. Well, I think maybe for me it was when I was kind of young that I thought that I wanted to do something to make a difference. Charities have such an important role in general, but it sounds like David's work focuses on local Scottish communities and helps them to be the best they can be. Yeah, it was really interesting talking to him. I now know the importance of how charities can help local communities too. That's great, but it is time to move on to some science, and I can't wait to hear what happened when you went to the Doctor Who hypertension stand. They were great. The Doctor Who group had a fancy blood pressure monitor machine. I wanted to get tested, but my arm was too little, so I spoke to the people instead. Did you know that it is really important for everyone? I spoke to two medical students, Ben and Salil, about what they do and why blood pressure is important. My name's Ben. I'm Salil. What inspired you to learn about the heart and do what job you do? Well, at the moment we're medical students, so that means we're studying to become doctors. And at university we learn about the whole body and how everything works. And I'm sure Ben can agree that we find the heart quite interesting because uh, blood pressure is really, really important in Scotland. And it's really, really important to make sure your blood pressure is okay. Because if you don't have a good blood pressure, then that can affect everything in your body. And if everything in your body is not working, is that good or bad? Yeah, it's bad. And when you were small, did you think you were going to like study the heart? Um, I think, yeah, I think... I wanted to for a while, yeah. 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 Full, full time, I always wanted to go into medicine, and, and part, of, part of that would, would always be learning about the heart, which has certainly been an interest. Oh, yeah. It's been really interesting, yeah. It's always nice to help people, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if anything was to happen to you, like, would you know what to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I certainly hope so. Yeah, I'd like, like to think so. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if I have Ben around me, I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> they explain that when blood pressure is too high, it can cause problems. Basically, every time your heart beats, blood is pushing against tubes that carry it. And when your blood pressure is too high, it pushes against these tubes harder than it should, which weakens and wears them away faster. This can lead to diseases like hypertensive heart disease. This is also why too much salt is bad for your heart. Salt makes the water stay in your body and if there's more water in your blood, that means there's more fluid pushing against the walls of the tubes. Hmm, so these tubes that blood flows through are the arteries, veins and capillaries, right? 
We should really discuss the differences. Yeah, we should because this is really important. Arteries, veins and capillaries are like tubes or pipes that carry blood around the body, but each has a specific role to play in the cardiovascular system. I learned about it from Dr. Azamini Kazakidi, who had an activity called Follow Your Blood. Her activities had tubes connected with a pump, and this lets us see how blood flows around the body. Let's start in the lungs. In the lungs, blood get packs full of oxygen. This oxygenated blood then enters the left side of your heart and gets pumped to the rest of the body through arteries. The blood then passes into smaller arteries called arterioles and then enters even smaller tubes called capillaries. In these tiny little capillaries, oxygen passes from the blood into body tissues where it is used to keep us alive. After the blood contains much less oxygen, so it travels through the veins to the right side of your heart where it gets pumped back to your lungs so it can collect more oxygen when we breathe in again. And this system is called the systemic circulation. It's fascinating. The heart is so important. The different parts of our body need to get oxygen and that's why we need to have a healthy blood flow. It's when an artery gets blocked that blood has difficulty flowing and that may lead to a heart attack. So, most people can see the veins in their wrists quite clearly. I'm looking at mine right now and they look blue. Does that mean the blood in my veins are blue? Not really. I used to think that too, but blood is always red. The veins just look blue because of how the lights hit our skin. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. Okay, so back on topic. How can we stop our arteries from getting blocked? As with most things, prevention is always better than cure. I spoke to Dr. Jana Anderson from the University of Glasgow who told me about her work and why what we eat can have a big impact on our health. I enjoy my work because I enjoy research. I like making discoveries of things that people have never known before. And I think my research is important because it tells people how to keep healthy, how to stay healthy, how to avoid getting ill. So I look at uh, what people eat and tell them what they should be eating more of and less of. And what they should include in their diet, like fruit and veg and fish, and they shouldn't eat too much sugar or too much salt. What inspired you to do what you're doing now? I used to work in a lab making potions and experiments. And I realized that if I do this, it will take lots and lots of time to develop maybe a medicine. But if I work in research of nutrition and diet, I can make a change in people's health much sooner. The take-home message is that healthy eating and being active are so important and we all need to look after ourselves as best as we can. Being active can just be walking every day. It doesn't have to be running in a gym for hours and hours. I also visited Dr Anderson. She talked to me about the importance of eating food with reduced fat. A build-up of excess fat, amongst other things, causes something called atherosclerosis within the arteries. This is where they become more narrow and eventually get blocked by plaque. This increases blood pressure and the combination of high blood pressure and atherosclerosis can lead to things like heart attacks. It's this build-up of plaque that the new nanoparticle treatment we talked about earlier can break down, which is really exciting. What's exciting to me is that Dr Anderson talked about two types of research. I thought that research meant being in the lab, wearing a white coat and mixing different liquids, but it sounds like she does research on eating habits. 
I thought research was mixing things too, but her research helps people decide which food is healthier for them to eat. And and she said that you can see results and changes in people quicker because it can sometimes take a long time in a lab to find out what can help someone. We definitely need to look at different ways of doing research one day. There was also a lot of practical stuff at the event. Did you attend the CPR workshop? I did, and Danny Chu spoke to me about his work. He's a paramedic, and he does his job for a very personal reason. Well, I quite like doing things hands-on, and I've got quite a big family, and mum and dad are quite elderly, so uh, I enjoy driving, and I enjoy science, so I ended up joining the Scottish Ambulance Service, and I'm a paramedic with the service. And we'd see ill people first, and we'd take them into hospital. Yeah. Well, yeah, ever have to deliver CPR to someone? Yep, so unfortunately there, there are a lot of people in the community who have heart attacks. So all the way from you know children to, to elderly people who have unfortunately had to, to do CPR across a range of age groups. I think he has a very tough job. Learning CPR is really important. I think we should all know these basics. I agree. So far, we've heard from a charity organisation, a bunch of researchers on blood pressure, blood flow and how to keep healthy, and a paramedic. Who else did you speak to? Medco students. They were really interesting. They've done lots of different things, including volunteering at different events to work with people. I first spoke to Fiona, who is a third-year medical student at the University of Glasgow. Did you know that sometimes if you're not sure of exactly what you want to do you can do one course and go back to another one and study something different that's what fiona did my name is fiona mckay and what do you study i'm currently studying medicine at glasgow uni what inspired you to study well i really wanted to work in a hospital when i was younger but i didn't really know what exactly to do in the hospital so i first went to study anatomy studying the human body and then that inspired me to go on to study medicine. Oh, when you were younger did you think you were going to study what you are now? No, I didn't actually. I just knew that I was interested in science. I was interested in working with people. So that led me into making decisions to study medicine. And then I spoke to Kay and Shannon. My name is Kay. I'm a medical student at Glasgow University. What inspired you to be a medical student? So, I wanted to be a medical student because I love talking to people and I love um, helping people, so that kind of combined both. And when I was at school, I was really interested in science, and so I thought my love for talking to people and caring for people as well as my love for science had come together, and I thought medicine was the best career for me. Why do you work so important? It's so important because I feel that the work that doctors and all other medical professions do really does make a difference in people's lives and it can really, by caring for them and giving them treatment can improve their life and help them live. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, um, what's your name? I'm Shannon. And I've come from the University of Glasgow today. Um, what inspired you? So I'm a medical student. So um, it's really nice to be able to help people and to come in and be able to teach you some stuff about healthy eating. That's what I've been working on today and it's just nice to get to meet loads of different people as well. Yeah. Why is your work so important to you? Um, I think it's really important to be able to care about different people and be able to see people from loads of different backgrounds and just help people out. Okay. What inspired you to do what you're doing now? 
Um, oh, good question. So I used to do some volunteering at the Beatson Centre. So I used to help out there and I used to really enjoy it. So that made me want to go into bed. And I thought it was nice just to be able to help people when they need it most. Okay, thank you. What's really interesting is that all three want to help people make differences in their lives. Shannon said something really interesting. She said helping out at her STEM in a Garbo's event gave her an opportunity to speak to lots of different people from different backgrounds. I think it's really important that doctors are able to do that and I like that Shannon agrees with people are so important. They are, Adam. And I think that from our event, we learn not only about how to help ourselves by staying healthy, but also what we need to do if someone else takes on well. Definitely. Lots to think about and to be aware of. Everything we learned about was so important, from how genetics affects how likely we are to get disease to how we get treated, how new technologies like nanotechnology are being used for treatment, and how, using our DNA, treatments are being personalised and what we can do to prevent illnesses. Before I forget, I need to ask you something incredibly important. Did you get a chance to try some of the fresh baking? Oh, the high-rise bakers, I did. Their food is fresh, healthy and delicious. There was also nutritious soup from One Arrow Gardens, the cafe at Garbos Parish Church. This brings us to the end of our first ever STEM in the Garbos podcast. A big thank you to everyone who was involved in the STEM in the Garbos event, from all the researchers to the students who volunteered. We also want to remind everyone to watch out for our community science magazine designed by Dr Annalie Cooper. The winning entries from the school's science competition will be published in the magazine and the prizes for the winning entries for this magazine were very kindly donated by Dr Gillian Lang and Dr Stephen Breslin at the Glasgow Science Centre. Yes, please watch out for the magazine. Thank you, Dr David. Sibild from Aridia, which is a really big data company based at the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital, who is funding the production of our magazine. Definitely. We're really grateful and happy that we have a podcast and a magazine, so everyone knows about the fantastic work Blackfriars and St Francis Primary Schools are involved with in the Garbos. This podcast was made in collaboration with Dr Saida Bati and our podcasting lead, Dr James Bergen. I'm Maggie Hoare. And I'm Adam DeJudy. And, and we are the STEM and the Garbos podcasters. Thank, Thank you for listening. listening.